Mercari is a selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. You just take a few pics, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. With buyers in all 50 states, stuff really sells, and everything ships easily, so there are never any awkward meetups. You can find Mercari on the app stores or on Mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. My guest today on the phone, my fave, Mr. Ben Higgins. Hi, Ben. Hey, Juliette. Um, the reason you're on today is A, because you haven't been on yet this season, mm-hmm. and B, we have a little collabo that came out today. You and me and our friends Rachel Lindsay and Lauren Zima have a uh, Bachelor recap special streaming on Hulu right now. It's called Can I Steal You for a Second? It's the Ringer's Guide to Colton Season, and you can watch it right now. It's, it's about 90 minutes, and it's both a recap of this season and sort of like a preview for the finale. It's perfect for if you've loved the season and you want to revisit it or if you want to drag one of your friends your boyfriend your girlfriend into watching and they need to catch up super fast it's also perfect for that so check it out on hulu right ben i agree i mean we finally did something together which it's been too long i know the takeaway from this show for me after doing it is it, it is actually perfect if you have anybody that's not a huge fan of the show or can't give up a few hours every week to watch it I think what what was put together by the ringer is a great little synopsis of what's happened so far. And then it also is given a lot of detailed insight that typically is not like given on any podcast or show. So I do think it's a great, it was a great, it's a great time. Yeah. It was really fun to do. I feel like our, our gang of four was uh pretty dope and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm proud of it. Check it out. I, I think, uh, I think it's worth watching. And also, if you like have heard if for if you have someone in your life who's like heard about the fence jump but doesn't really get it because that's that's happening like people are like what is this fence jump that I keep hearing about like what happened it's the way to understand we lay it all out for you so check it out Who, streaming on Hulu tell your friends tell your parents tell your loved ones can I steal you for a second all right now let's talk about the Bachelor okay let's talk about Cassie and Colton's breakup a little bit more let's start there that, and then we'll get to the women tell all uh, or a few days we're like a week out we watched the episode like about a week ago. Ultimately, a lot of people have been asking, like, who do you like? How do you think people are going to remember Cassie? And what do you think? Like, what will be her legacy based on that episode? Uh, if we're just basing it on that episode, I don't think it's good. I, I think people <laughs> will see Cassie, they'll like her. I mean, she's so likable. She's beautiful. She's been like in- incredible this whole season in a lot of ways. Unfortunately, we, we always seem to remember uh, what's last. Yeah. And what was last with her was some confusion. It, it was She wasn't clear. She wasn't confident. She kind of felt like she was dragging Colton along. But I don't think her legacy is finished. I actually think the next two weeks will really show who Cassie is. I think Cassie will either uh, make up for her kind of confusion in, in last week and uh, and just totally end things with Colton or... Maybe he comes running and she realizes that she really uh, cares about him. But yeah, we're, we're not even close to finishing this this story. We're yet. not done with Cassie yet. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. And no. I've talked about this a few days ago. Like, she has to come back. Like, that can't, her leaving yeah. it in the, I mean, obviously it's a two night finale. So they're doing a lot of live hits. So you know that they'll at least have Cassie and Colton like confront each other at the very least. But there's, there's no way oh. it's like just over. Yeah. 
No, she's definitely coming back. I mean, she's definitely going to be around, right? I mean, yeah. if anything, it, yeah, that, that like when they sit side by side next to each other um, during a live show or whatever, maybe that's even when we'll see her again. I, I don't know for sure, but if that does happen and that's the last time we see her, I hope that she's just very clear and uh and concise and just tells colton hey i'm not that into you and and that's fine it's totally understandable i just want her to say it why do you think they brought her dad do you think that the that like her dad was there with the hope that he would convince her to stay with colton or was he there um to convince to remind her to like not go for it Uh, neither i don't think either of those was the case i think they brought the dad because there's so much ambiguity i mean when when colton's sitting there talking to Cassie and he's like, yeah, your dad didn't give me, you know, the approval I was hoping for. And she goes, what are you kidding me? Like he didn't okay this. And then they're just kind of sitting there in limbo, mm-hmm. not knowing, you know, what's next. And you could tell how important it is for her to have her dad's approval. And, and, and Colton didn't seem to care or mind. He just was so into Cassie. I was like, I don't, you know, I think he thought, you know, love conquers all. And so even though the dad might be, not be into it, I'm going to still propose to you and we're going to get married and he's just going to have to deal with, the the consequences of not, you know, trusting me originally. So with all that being said, I think the dad was there to hopefully clear up whatever confusion was sitting in Cassie's head. So I don't think he was there to point her in any direction, but just tell her, this is why I didn't say it was okay for Colton to get down on one knee. And this, and this is also what I'm concerned about and you take it or leave it, or we'll go, you know, we'll we'll let this, the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Yeah. I just think he was there to explain. I guess it also, like, if he's there and then she has the breakup, it's kind of nice she has, like, a family member to go to, like, when when she's upset and, like, needs consolation. Like, that's kind of nice for Cassie. That that works out well, you know? I hope she had access to him. Yeah, I don't know. I know. As as I was saying, I was like, oh, but, like, is she allowed to see him again and whatnot? But, like, when you're, Mm -hmm. when you leave like that, are you just done or are you still, like, within, like, within production and, like, figuring out, like, what happens next? Uh, it, it kind of, I think it varies. I mean, for me, when I left Caitlin's season, I was still kind of around. I, I was, I wasn't in Ireland, um, where everybody else was. I was in, uh, in, uh, back in LA, but I've also heard where the, the contestant that gets sent home in third, uh, we'll just go right back home right. and just kind of have to chill and see what happens. So I, I think it varies. Right. Right. Well, I bet there's more. I mean, also like when he jumps a fence, do you think that like, he, you know, he talked he talked a little bit about it on the Women Tell All saying that, that um, he expected there to be other crew members on the other side of the fence and there weren't. But one thing yeah. I was thinking is like, is it possible he was running after her or like thought that he would find her? Because I, I mean, who knows what was going through his head? That was just so dramatic. I can't get over it. Yeah, actually, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, I think they're like out in the middle of nowhere. So I don't know when he jumps the fence, like where he thinks that's taking him. I know because you don't, you don't have a phone. You don't have like access to internet. Like how long can you be alone in the night in Portugal in the countryside? It's very bizarre. I have, it's a very, it's, yeah, I don't know. I I wish that we could get a little more insight on what was going through his head. Like, was he thinking this was going to solve anything? Was he hoping to get a fight back to the U S? Um, he doesn't, yeah, he didn't think it through, obviously. Because he, he wasn't nope, he expecting it. I mean, he obviously was shocked that Cassie wanted to break up with him. Do you think he should have been shocked or should he have seen the signs? Uh, I think he's shocked. I mean, you know, what, what Colton's done 
well this season is he, he has felt these relationships. And uh, I think there's obviously a few relationships that he really cared about. Cassie's was definitely the, the number one. And so no matter how many signs, right, if five different people have told him, hey, there's people here not for you. Uh, and and I, I still don't know if Cassie was ever there not for Colton. I think she actually was there for Colton. Um, she just ended up not being into him. But as many people as told him that, it's still, he didn't want to believe it. He was in disbelief. He was in love. Yeah. He had the blinders on. I know. Poor guy. It's really sad. The other thing, though, is if there wasn't so much emphasis on the proposal, like maybe she just would have like waited it out. Although, I don't know. He he did give her that option. He was excellent in trying to like get her to stay. He was like, I'll be patient. Like it's, I, I want it to be you at the end of this. And so she could have stayed to you know, to just like date at the end of it. But I guess that she was just like too freaked out by the whole proposition, which is totally legit. Cause like, I, I don't know. I feel like she's kind of getting a bad rap as like, like, I don't know. People are kind of being mean about how she, how she handled herself, but it just must be so overwhelming. Like you're on the show. Like everyone assumes you get proposed at the end. And it seems like she, she may would may have been okay with like something more casual, but just it's what it's the proposal and the actual engagement that like freaked her out. Yes, I agree. And I mean, honestly, nobody has the right to be mean to Cassie in this situation. The one thing she did wrong, which we, I think we could all agree on, was she wasn't clear and concise and direct in her breakup. She yeah. dragged it out. She was confusing. It made it awkward and weird. Breaking up with somebody's not pretty. It's not fun. It's always ugly. It's never, it's never something to be celebrated. And so her breaking up with Colton in this moment, it isn't the the thing that's wrong that's understandable it's just kind of how she did it and i and i think maybe a mixture of being overwhelmed nervous confused all played into that um but i think just how she handled the breakup was the only thing we can criticize in any of this it's true i know because she also she doesn't she doesn't know what she's doing she's on the bachelor i have a question for you at the end of the bachelor when so, you when you propose like afterwards like do you consider yourself engaged like is that like you're like yes i'm engaged now we're soon to be married or is it just sort of like something you do and you're really just dating hmm such a good question i mean i think initially you definitely feel like you're engaged and then i think when you get back home and like there's no camera crews and nobody's really like around you and you're kind of like back in your life and then all of a sudden you figure out that you're engaged it starts to feel weird. Like, yeah. I think that's the part that maybe you don't, you don't not feel engaged, but you just feel odd. Like, how was I in this fairy tale land for so long? The real world doesn't quite make sense to me anymore. And now I'm engaged in this real world. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's a really odd dynamic. But yeah, I, I don't think I ever didn't feel engaged. I just think it was kind of confusing. And there was, there was a lack of like, understanding on what exactly had just happened. Yeah, totally. Because I, I just feel like when you get engaged, I, not that I've been engaged, but I assume there's like a, enough of a relationship leading up to it where you have like a shorthand together. You kind of like already have your lives so intertwined. And when you come back from the show, that's like the one thing you really don't have and like need to figure out is like how to like meld your lives together so it you guys move in tandem instead of as like two people out in the world, you know? And that must be just so overwhelming to think about. You're just like, okay, I'm committing to you in a vacuum, yeah. but then we have to leave this special, like not real world and like make it work in the real world. It must be like a real mind fuck. It, it really is. I mean, that's the thing. Um, and the crazy part of all this that oftentimes gets forgotten is you're engaged. You're trying to figure out how to make this whole thing work. 
everybody's a little bit confused. And this show is done filming in November. So, I mean, we're already in like the heart of March and the show's not even done yet. Right. Airing. And so you have to be hidden in your relationship right. for five months while you're engaged, trying to make it work. There's a lot of like variables that are unpredictable, unfamiliar, and completely confusing that happen right when the show, right when you get off the show. And so I, yes, so the engagement in general is a big transition, no matter where you're at in life. But then engagement from the show to the five months between filming and the airing of the show is even harder. Yeah, that seems that that would really freak me out too. And and so I kind of like sympathize with Cassie. She's just like I I do like you. But I don't. I don't know if, if I want to get engaged. The one real the, to me, the dumbest thing she did was saying "I love you" as she got into the van. It's like, girl, you don't love him, and that's okay. Don't let him saying it pressure you into saying it back. That's like the worst thing you could do. Uh, that yeah, you know, there's a lot of like her communication during that that was confusing. And I think that's probably why she's getting heat. Yeah, but again, I bet if we watch back any breakup that we've ever been a part of, I know for me, let me speak for myself. Okay. We watch back any breakup that I've been a part of that I have been the one to break up with somebody for. It would be super confusing. It would be really ugly. It wouldn't make any sense at times. And it would just be me trying to say, hey, this isn't going to work. So I can't criticize her for not being a breakup expert. It's not easy. It's not fun. It's confrontational. There's nothing about it that's familiar. And so, yeah, we watch her back. We're like, oh my gosh, Cassie, how could you not be better at communicating your breakup? And I'm like, none of us are good at it. Yeah. I know. You, it, you just you have to just go with it. It's it's definitely not an easy situation to be in. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Women Tell All, but first, let me talk about today's sponsors. Tired of standing idly by while the world goes crazy? Diane Lockhart is, and so is the cast of the critically acclaimed legal drama The Good Fight. Stream the new season, premiering March 14th, exclusively on CBS All Access. Tune in to see if Diane Lockhart will lead the resistance in a new post-factual world where the lawyers of the best stories triumph over the lawyers of the best facts. Christine Baranti is back as Diane Lockhart, along with Kush Jumbo, Rose Leslie, Sarah Steele, and Audra McDonald, whose characters challenge the patriarchy at every turn. Delroy Lindo delivers another can't-miss performance while actor Michael Sheen shakes up the screen as an infamous lawyer, Roland Blum. New characters, new rip-from-the-news storylines, a dynamic cast, and so much more. This season, the standard playbook goes out the window. Honestly, all you need to tell me is that Christine Baranti is back as Diane Lockhart, and I am in. She's one of my favorite TV characters of all time. Watch The Good Wife as well if you want, if you want to catch up before The Good Fight. Join the fight by heading over to cbs.com slash bachelor to redeem your free trial of CBS All Access and catch up on the first two seasons ahead of the season premiere on March 14th, exclusively on CBS All Access. That's cbs.com slash bachelor to redeem your free trial of CBS All Access. Have you heard about this company that's making flats from recycled plastic water bottles? Rothy's is the everyday flat for life on the go, classic, comfortable, and comes in four fashionable styles. The flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker, all of which are available for women and girls. I personally have the point and the loafer. The color and pattern selection is amazing, and they're always updating their lineup with new colors every few weeks. And since they're made from recycled plastic water bottles, you can feel good about wearing them. Rothy's has almost reached 20 million bottles recycled. I love my Rothy's. I wear my point all the time. My loafers are great too. They're a cool like animal print and my point are like a nice and neutral, but they're still a pattern. I really love them and I get compliments on them. 
I know you'll love yours too. So Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use code bachelor to get free shipping with no minimum. That's free shipping plus free returns and exchanges on your Rothy's shoe. When you go to Rothy's R O T H Y S.com and enter bachelor. This is a no brainer shoes that are comfortable, stylish and sustainable plus free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Rothy's.com promo code bachelor. Get this deal while it lasts. All right, let's talk about the women tell all, which historically is not an episode of TV that I like. I, I don't really think it's necessary. I think it actually ends up making everyone look worse and not better. And I would say this year was no different. There was like a lot of really catty fighting and like more so than ever, just a lot of women like yelling at each other. Like there was a lot. It was like kind of like a cacophony of of yelling. I didn't I didn't care for it. What was your impression? What was the word you just used? Cacophony? Cacophony. It's like a lot of sound in an unpleasant way. Interesting. All right. Putting that one in my bank. Never heard it before. As I've recently learned about you, you love to acquire new information. So I hope that I I have filled your quota for the day. (laughs) I do. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, Yeah. This, this tell all, I honestly found it one of the most entertaining because it is such a, like a shit show the whole time, no matter what season it is, that this season just felt like they kind of owned it. And the women just kind of talked over each other. I don't watch the women tell all to get any type of analysis from, or anything that deep from, I watch it just to see like if they're going to get mad at the bachelor or bachelorette, or who's going to fight up there, or who's going to try to get the last word or what night one person's going to try to get a couple words in so that, you know, people talk about them later. I, I watch it for that. It doesn't do much for me, but this one was just kind of funny because they talked over each other the whole time. They're all angry at each other. I mean, these women this season really helped the whole season become better because of how much they just bickered all season. Yeah. Yeah. And also they they bickered a lot. They brought the drama, which was which was, you know, essential to keeping this season going. But I do think that the way it came through during the season was a little bit less harsh. And they just were like really mean to each other on the women tell all. And it kind of made me feel bad. I don't know. I wasn't Did you have any weird feelings? Towards Courtney shoving a pacifier in Demi's face. Yeah. I felt like that was like really bad. Like yeah, not okay at all. I agree. That's like that's like phys- that's like a physical like that's beyond just using your words. Like it's not that's not okay. And I I, I didn't care yeah. for it. And for as much as Demi is sort of an instigator and obviously like says a lot of incendiary things, like it's still not okay. Like don't put your hands on her. It, it was it was not a good performance from Courtney or Demi though. No, no, I agree. Not neither, but I did think putting your hands on somebody during that is, is this dangerous? Like, I'm surprised the show was good with it. What happens if Demi stands up and just knocks her a good one? Like, then you have a big issue on your hands. Yeah, I know. It, that was, like, really, that was uncouth to me. And then there were some other weird moments. Like, Nicole was gifted all this Halo Top ice cream, and they had, like, a Halo Top mm-hmm. ice cream guy in the studio handing out ice cream. And then Halo had their first... Um, national commercial of ever, and it had Nick Nick Vial in it, and it was just like a weird, like the commercial was fine, like okay, people you know do ads, but it was just really weird to like target Bachelor Nation with this diet ice cream. It felt like a little too yeah. on the no- nose, and I think it's like the first product integration that the Bachelor has done. I can't remember that happening before. Yeah, you know, I, what do you think? Is it because television in general is changing, and there has to be new? forms of revenue and endorsement streams or or is this just uh, the reality of what modern television is where you have a bunch of product placements and product you know 
endorsements. I don't know. It's something. The Bachelor is is falling back now on, on having Halo Top show up to the Women Tell All. It was weird. I mean, the commercial was fine. Like Nick is Nick's a good actor. He did great, but it is a change of pace for the Bachelor. I don't know what this leads to. Yeah, I to answer your question. I think it kind of speaks to the extreme success of of The Bachelor. I think that the demographic is so heavily female, and it's a type of demographic that it's easy for um, people who work in ad sales and marketing to sell to sponsor brands and sponsors. And so I bet like with the success, particularly in the last few years, it just makes it a lot easier for them to target brands. Like, this is who our audience is. It's really strong. They come back year after year, and this is what they like. And so I, I think because the show is so successful with a certain female demographic, like, that business is just there. And if they didn't, like, partner with Halo Top in some way, um, they would, like, be leaving money on the table. So, yeah, I, I do think that part of reality TV now is, like, ex- is exploiting the brand to... Um, partner with other brands, basically. Like, it's not just about the show and the advert, like the commercials you can sell, but other ways to like integrate marketing and integrate sales and everything. So yeah, it is kind of like, to, to answer what you said, like this is the reality of TV in, in the year 2019. It's kind of fascinating, but it also was jarring. I was just like, what is this ice cream stunt? I'm going to start talking about the products I really like, because if this is the wave of the future and the Halo Tops are going to start doing product placements on The Bachelor, I need to speak up more because there's rumors that when you speak up about liking Halo Top, I do like Halo Top or the, the toothpaste that you use or the clothes that you wear, all of a sudden it shows up to your front door. So, you know what? I'm going to start just product placing myself on everything and seeing what this takes me. It's a, it's a good idea. <laughs> then you can just see, get what kind of stuff, you know, you got to be very clear about what you like on Almost Famous with Ben and Ashley and see, see throw it out into the world and see what comes back to you. I'm on it. It's <laughs> you have so many things. You like so many things in the hopper, though. You have so many um, different endeavors. Like you're like an entrepreneur now. Do you can you really become a one man marketing machine? I don't know. I'm not sure that you have the bandwidth for it. On top of everything else, I know your schedule. Uh yeah. You know, I'm just if I'm a walking. If if today's world, if the NBA can have advertisements, the Bachelor can have advertisements during the shows. I'm just going to become a walking billboard for anything good in this world. So. Yeah, I have time for that. I have to wear clothes anyways. Stamp <laughs> Marriott across my chest. Um, what did you think of Colton's performance when he was kind of talking directly to the women at the Women Tell Audit? I'm not sure if you noticed this, but he, and I thought this was kind of weird. I guess I did this every year, but I can't remember. He was sitting like on the in the middle on the stage with Chris Harrison, like kind of just like talking to the women who were sitting in essentially bleachers. And there wasn't a lot of intimacy there. He didn't really have to face anyone up close, but kind of was like talking to them all at once, was talking to Kaylin, then was talking to Demi, et cetera. How did that strike you? I, I you know, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard for me to judge that because it is such a hard moment to speak to the whole group and you have different relationships with each one of them. And it feels odd sometimes to clump the whole group together because obviously his relationship with Kaylin was more intimate than his relationship with people who went on a night one, but yet he's speaking to them all in general terms. So that's just a tough, like, talk to give but Colton in general I think all season and it makes sense now uh he's been into uh, just a few of these women and it's been very clear which women he's been really into and it even makes more sense now and so as he talks to them it almost just feels like hey I'm glad that you're, you know I'm, uh, it almost feels like he was trying to say I'm glad you came I'm glad you're a part of this I'm glad you gave it a shot but at the end of the day like none of us had something even close to what I had with the other women that were, you know are probably still there on the show 
So as a result, it just felt like there was distance between himself and the women sitting in the, in the bleachers or whatever, yeah. which is fair. It makes sense, but it wasn't intimate and it wasn't, it didn't feel like there was a lot to it because I don't think there was, I think he had his eyes set on maybe one or two of the women and that was it. Yeah. Are you nervous when you come out for the women tell all? Like, is that like a nerve wracking experience or are you just kind of like over it? Cause you've been on the show and you're just like, okay, cool. Oh, so nervous. Yeah. I mean, you don't get I mean, to Colton hear what did, they're saying, right? You don't get to hear what they're saying. Um, they're kind of in the back. You're in the back, kind of hidden. And when I was The Bachelor, not that long ago, but long enough, I didn't do a lot of press, like television press, during the season. Uh, I did some to start out the season, and I did some on the back end of the season. But there wasn't a lot during. Now, Colton's done a ton of TV yeah. you know, work and commercials and press during. So he's used to it. For me, it was one of the first times I had been on television in months. And so your first time on television is back in front of a crowd of people live in front of a, a gr- bunch of women who at my, that time I thought probably hated me because they had one thing in common and that was that I broke up with them. Um, and so, yeah, it is nerve wracking. I don't know how Colton felt because he has done more promotional stuff during the season. Yeah, it seems like he's kind of like, also he's been living in LA as far as I can tell from his Instagram. So that just kind of exposes you more to the kind of like press machine because you're just more available. Because I know that like just through my own, like trying to get guests, like when I tried to have you on and Nick and Becca and Jojo, like they were just kind of like in and out of LA. So it was hard, hard to get to get FaceTime with them. But he's been here. So I, I think it's it's probably just different. Like he has more exposure to it. Because like when you live in LA, you just get, you just in general, are like more exposed, like the entertainment world. It's such a big part of the fabric yeah. of the city. So that that does change it. I thought that he um, looked really nervous, like more nervous than than many leads when they come out. But it, it went fine, I suppose. I don't know. I liked the bloopers. Yeah. I, I did feel like I like, it made me like some of the women more. Did what Do you think the bloopers, I, the bloopers are some of my favorite parts of the season. Um, I wish they showed more of that in blo- season. It makes you like everyone. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I mean, do you ever wish that that would have been, that's more of like the concept of the show is like add some of those more funny, weird moments that aren't so formulaic. Yeah. And also just show like the, the true personality of who these people are uh, outside of like their pursuit of the lead, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I hope that happens more and more. Me too. Are you excited about the finale? I am. I'm really excited about are it. Are you I mean, attending the finale? This is, uh, I will be out there. Yeah. I oh, don't cool. know exactly my role yet. Um, cool. I don't know exactly what I'll be doing. I could actually, I'm always kind of around. I feel like I bounce in and out a lot. And, uh, and it would be sad for me if I missed the finale because I do like Colton. I think he's a good dude. I think this season's been good for him. I think that, uh, at the end of it, he's the type of guy that you want to find and be happy. I don't think it's been perfect for him, nor will it ever be for any lead. And I want to be out there to sit beside him, or if, if I can, just like say congratulations to this whole new chapter. We have a crazy part for Colton. And, and what we all have to realize is the leads. And I'll say it over and over again to any person that is a lead, and every lead will kind of forget it for a while, and then it'll, they'll be reminded. And Nick Vile and I talked about this weekend. Is The show is great to you and for you. But as soon as this last episode is done, Colton's, we move on from Colton. Yeah. Colton will be not forgotten, but he'll be moved on from. And so... For me, if anything, I'd like to give him a hug and just wish him the best in this next <laughs> chapter because it's still a great chapter. It's a fun chapter. There's a ton of cool stuff to be done and excitement to be had. But millions of people aren't going to be watching you anymore, no matter what. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just want to, it's always good to be out there just to remind, hopefully, the lead of that is just 
just enjoy this next moment, but don't, but don't expect this to ever happen again right. in the way it just did. Right. Totally. Um, ben, thank you for your words of wisdom as always. Thanks for calling in. Where, where are you off to now? Uh, I am heading back out to LA. I'm in Denver uh, right now. The snow is coming down. Oh, I'm going to yeah. go skiing cool. for a few hours. And uh, hey, real quick, Juliet, what was the word you used? A uh, pocket? Cacophony. Well, I'm it down right now. Cacophony. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Cacophony. I'm, I'm into it. You're you're so welcome. Uh, and don't if you enjoy this conversation, if you enjoy Ben, if you enjoy me and Lauren Zima and Rachel Lindsay, please check out Can I Steal You for a Second on Hulu. It is streaming now, and it will get you hyped for the finale that is on Monday and Tuesday on ABC. Um, thanks again, Ben, and of course, thanks to today's sponsors. Thanks again to Mercari. Mercari is a selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. You just take a few pics, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. With buyers in all 50 states, stuff really sells, and everything ships easily, so there are never any awkward meetups. You can find Mercari on the app stores or on Mercari.com. That's Mercari, M-E-R-C-A-R-I.com. 